Hello and welcome to the Empowered Lifestyle Podcast, a movement and community designed to help you live your best life and reconnect you back to the things that really matter. Today, I am taking you behind the scenes to a homeschooling lesson and conversation that I had with our two older kids, all around wealth, abundance, having a vision for your future, and it's a pretty powerful conversation. Now, I know homeschooling isn't everyone's jam, and that's not what um, this episode is all about. What this episode is about is giving you insight into the kinds of conversations that you can be having with your children to really empower them when it comes to their mindset around money, around creation of wealth, around what that means and the choices that it can bring. Because for some of us, and I know in my family growing up, we just didn't talk about money. I didn't hear my parents speak about it. Um, Some of my friends, I know their parents argued about it. It was a huge cause of stress for a lot of families. And so everyone has a different way in which money was spoken about for them growing up. And you can probably think about that for you right now, but I wanted to invite you into this conversation uh, where, you know, we're really teaching and asking some great questions of our kids. Some of these things that we're talking about though, I would say, you know, I didn't know in my mid twenties, even some of the things, my early thirties. And so it's wisdom and insight that I know will also help you start to create change and shift in your life. And, you know, I think back to when I was young and how money existed majority in cash. And then yes, there was debit cards and then credit cards and now kids are living in a world where you can swipe a phone or a watch and make a payment for something. And so it can be really easy to become disconnected with money. So for our children to be empowered with that so that they don't let, um, you know, I guess that overconsumption take over in their life and that they get to create a life that they love and spend wisely, I think is really important and also allow money to work for them. So this is all about this topic of conversation. I hope you find some value in it um, and look forward to hearing your feedback and sharing more amazing insights with you on a future episode. So let's jump in. So I'm just here with my boys uh, with our homeschooling lesson today, teaching them all around net worth. And net worth is definitely something that I don't think I really learned about until I was a grown up, um, which is fine. But teaching them this, getting them to understand the principles that, you know, to to actually create wealth in your life, it's not about uh, having lots of stuff. It's actually owning the things that you have and not overspending as well. So we've been talking about this, Zave. Do you want to share, hi, do you want to share something that you just learned about what does net worth mean? Um, well, it's things you own, like the money that you own and not that you owe to the bank. Right. And better to have less things but own them. And if you have, the more net worth you have, the more freedom you have and choices and impact. I love it. Awesome. Thanks, buddy. So we're so passionate about helping people create more net worth, more freedom, more choices, and more impact. And when we can start to teach our upcoming generation this as well, it's setting them up where they don't have to necessarily live a life where someone's telling them what they're worth, trading time for money, although there's nothing wrong with that. 
but if we are looking to create a spectacular life where we can have choices, we can make impact, we can give back to others, it's really hard to do that if we're just exchanging time for money. So teaching them about investing, we've been looking into cryptocurrency and other investments. And so it's been really, really cool to open up this conversation with them. Um, and I encourage you to do the same. I know for me growing up, um, money was not really something that was spoken about in our family and there's nothing wrong with that But I think the more you can be transparent with the kids around well, if you have a credit card, guess what? What you're buying you're paying all of this extra money to the bank if you don't pay it off straight away It might be like a good idea, but I've had so many friends. I remember <coughs> even when I was in my um, you know 20s that had no idea of the concept of a credit card and if they were just paying the minimum repayment, what that actually meant, um, you know, if they would just pay the minimum repayment of $1,000, $2,000, that um, they would potentially take 20 years to pay that back and the amount of interest that they would be paying the bank over time was absolutely huge. So it's so important to have the discussion around money with your children, like from a young age, it doesn't matter how old they are, I remember I first spoke to the kids about, um, they were asking about, they said, Bodhi, I don't know if you remember, it's over here, having a little moment. He said, mum, I can't wait till I get a credit card. And I said, really? Tell me about that. And he's like, oh, because I can buy things. And I taught him the difference between a, do you remember Bodhi? What was the difference? Let's come over here. I know you don't want to talk, but I'm going to make you. So you learn about a debit card and a credit card, what's the difference? When you're using your own money and when you're using the banking. Right. And, and so... You have to pay them back. And you have to pay them back. And what happens if we don't pay them back on time? You get interest. Interest repayments, yeah. So then I was like, well, you want to have a, a debit card, right? And he's like, ah, that's what I want. And so, you know, it's just having these conversations. I think Boo would have been maybe eight years old at the time when we were speaking about this. And it was just so cool to be able to have that uh, discussion and have him really say, ah, oh, just because, because I think today as well, kids see... Um, parents paying for things with a piece of plastic or their phone, you just hover it over, you know, the FPOS machine and magically it appears or we type a few things into the computer and then stuff gets delivered to our house. We don't actually see a physical exchange of money. And I almost feel like saying back in the olden days, well, back in the olden days when I had a job, my first job, it was a cash job. And, um, you know, I was so mindful of my money because I had it in my hands. And when I um, would get paid, I, I had a bank account and I would put money into the bank account to save it, but I deliberately didn't have a debit card because my friends that did, um, they would be, like their money would be spent before they'd even gone to their, you know, to their shift at Macca's or KFC or whatever it was. Um, because they were just in that habit of spending. And for me, I always put money aside. And I'm really proud that, you know, when I was, I think I was 19, I had over 20 grand saved from my jobs that I was doing. And at one point I had three jobs that I was working and thanks to mom and dad for not charging me any rent at all. But, um, I was in a position where I had 20 grand in a bank and I was like, wow. And, and it was because I wasn't in that habit of, oh, I'll just pull that out and go pay for it. I, I felt the money and I knew what it meant to, to create and to work for that. So it's so important that we have these discussions around net worth. And so I would encourage you 
to sit down and actually do a little exercise and you might not want to do this because it might reveal a, a bit of a frustrating truth and you're better off knowing where you're at. You know, what you measure grows and what you don't measure, if we just kind of sweep it under the rug, we're potentially putting ourselves in a position where we don't get to create choices and freedom and impact in our future. And so I encourage you to spend some time and sit down and look at everything that you own, everything that is an asset. It might be a property, it might be cash in the bank, it might be, you know, a lot of things... We try and say it's an asset, but it's really not. Like a lot of things like cars, they depreciate in value. If you buy a brand new car, you know, and you drive it out the lot, it's lost its value. It's not worth the same. You buy a car for 50 grand, you drive it out the driveway and it's not worth 50 grand anymore. So there's things that lose value, but there's things that appreciate. And so, you know, look at how much cash you have in the bank right now. How much credit card debt do you have? If you own a home, well, maybe the house is worth $400,000, for example, or apartment. It's worth $400,000 and you owe 300,000 on it, well, your net worth on that is $100,000. But then if you've got debt and other things, your goal is to look at what you can do to increase your net worth. Your net worth creates choices and freedom and impact. And if you um, aren't sure about that, feel free to send me a message. I'm happy to kind of talk you through it. We're gonna be talking lots more on our podcast around this as well. But if you don't know where you're at, it's really hard uh, to grow from where you you don't know where you're at. And it's easy to, to not hit the mark because we are going or working towards something and actually not actually getting any closer to it. So hopefully that's been insightful. We're loving the conversation, aren't we, mate? You're enjoying it. And so just teaching the kids about how they can be investing in things that um, will create value and impact uh, and it not necessarily be around trading time for money as well. Yeah. So what's something after today and our lesson, what's something that you're going to do each day so that you can um, measure things and track where you're at? Um, well, um, check the value or check my net worth, on my net worth value, how much I have each day. Awesome. Yeah. And were there some affirmations that you're going to read as well? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to share one of them? Um, okay. One of them was, I trust that my visions for the future will unfold beautifully in unpredictable ways. Ooh. What, what does that mean to you? Um, means that the future, or your visions for the future will happen, but just you're not sure which way. Right, so we, don't, way. we don't know exactly how it's going to look. It's sort of unpredictable, yeah. but it will happen. So knowing that the universe has our back. But if you don't have a vision for your future, then it's kind of hard to reach it too, isn't it? Then others make the vision for you, sort of. Yeah. The, good point, Edgar. And, and let me just reiterate that. If you don't have a vision for your future, you're going to be a part of someone else's vision. And so um, for some of you, that's great. And you're really happy with that. And others, it's like, hang on a second. You're finding yourself in a place where you're maybe uh, missing out on magic moments. You're working in a job. It's paying the bills you don't love. Um, you don't have enough time for your well-being, for your fitness, for time with your kids. Um, maybe your relationship's breaking down. Like whatever it is, because you haven't spent the time to have a crystal clear vision of what it is that you want for your future. 
And so I love what you just said, Zave. I think you might have learnt that from us, possibly. Do you think? No. No, you just know this. Do you want to say it again? Um, if you don't have a vision for the future for yourself, then you'll be part of someone else's. Yeah. And be working for them. Yes. Drop and go, my man. I love it. <laughs> and so for, in order for you to be able to trust that your vision for the future will unfold, you need to have one to start with, don't you? Yes. Do you remember, so we're sitting in our office right now, and as we built this, do you remember the process that we went through on our walls? Oh, yeah. Before we painted the walls, we wrote um, some of our visions on them. Yeah. On these walls. On these walls. And do you remember maybe one of the visions that you wrote there? Um, oh, there's a little ant. I remember I said that I wanted to be an underwater photographer. Oh my gosh, I just got the biggest goop. So you said you wanted to be an underwater photographer for scuba diving. What did you do a week ago? Oh yeah, I went scuba diving um, at Cook Island. You went. You, you did your first dive ever. Do you think that part of your vision on this wall is starting to come to reality? Oh, oh my gosh, I, I didn't even... That is so cool. <laughs> See? Having a vision for the future. Oh my gosh. I want to cry. That's just so cool. I think about some of the things that I've written in my life on paper. And, and that was one of the reasons why we went through this process with the kids was to get them really clear on what they wanted. And that, yeah, when you put intention into it, you can create it and attract it. Um, so to have that realization just now that that's already happening... Far out. The universe has your back. It always does. And so uh, I I really I hope that you take some time for yourself to, you know, take a look at your net worth. And if it's not where you want it to be, then it's about just getting educated. You know, something that I'm really big on is multiple streams of income. You want to create multiple streams of income so you're not dependent on just one thing. Super important. Um, and, and then teaching your kids. So once you start to get that worked out, like, uh, teaching these people, cause these guys are our future. And if you can, you know, one of my, my missions is that my ceiling is their floor, you know, that what I start to learn that they get to learn from what we have done and the mistakes we've made, they're still going to make their own mistakes. No doubt. Hey, Xavier. It happens all the time, but that's okay because when what happens when we make a mistake? We learn from it. We learn from it, exactly. So if you don't make mistakes, you're not learning and growing and so you just got to put yourself out there. So I hope that you put some time into looking at your net worth. You start looking at what you, um, what your vision for the future is. If you have a wall that needs to be repainted in your house, get to work and start writing your dreams and vision down with your children. Have them go through the process as well and paint over it. And you just, and if you live in a rental and you don't need to paint a room, write it in a journal. It doesn't matter what you do, but it is just so, so powerful when you put clarity and intention into the vision that you want for your future. And you're like we were teaching, like I was teaching the kids this morning, Increasing your net worth allows you more what? Freedom. More freedom. And choices. More choices. And impact. And more impact. 
And that's my hope for you. And your freedom and choices and impact could come in big or small ways. Whatever that is for you is perfect. So maybe it's giving back to a charity that you're really passionate about. Boo, we were talking about that before. What was, you know, as your net worth increases and we teach you more more about this, what's maybe some charities that you would love to give back to? Um, to the ocean and the plastic in it. Helping that, yeah. We just watched the documentary, A Plastic Ocean, with the kids and it was really, really sad seeing what's going on, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. So you want to give back and, and what else? People with no eyesight. People who have lost their sight. So there's a beautiful charity uh, out that is operated in Bali called the John Fawcett Foundation. And we were blessed to be able to spend time with them there and, and help um, with eye checks and testing and glasses and removal of cataracts in elderly as well as children. And it was like 70 US dollars. It was only 70 US dollars was, um, was able to pay for someone to get their sight back. It's pretty amazing, huh? It's cool, boo. I love it. And then your impact, maybe it's your family. Maybe it's giving back to them. Maybe it's creating magic moments. It doesn't matter how big or small your vision might seem, but if you don't have one, it's probably not going to become your reality. So just wanted to drop in um, some truth bombs. This is our homeschooling lesson for the day. And um, it just, you know, I, I hope that you've been inspired in some way to put time into your focus and realize that money money is energy. And an affirmation I like to have for myself is that money is energy and it's always flowing to me. And looking at ways that I can make impact, create choices and freedom for myself, my family, my team, and all of the beautiful people that we get to work with as well. So any last words, see? Um, no, okay. <laughs> you've done well. You, you've uh, so Xavier and Bodie. They've both written down. They've got their their affirmations around their abundance and net worth. They're going to be checking their accounts because we've taught them um, some investing. So they're, they're learning how to do that, and uh, and showing them that yes, we can go and we can work and add value with people, but we can also make smart investments to be able to create additional streams of income as well. So it's really cool to have these conversations. Um, and I can only imagine where these guys are going to be in a couple of years from now, probably teaching me. I'll be sitting the one in the classroom <laughs> learning from them, which is pretty cool. Anyway, uh, have a beautiful day and uh, look forward to sharing more with you on the journey. Bye. Thanks, E. Well, there you have it, a little behind the scenes of just some of the kind of conversations that we get to have with our munchkins. And look, honestly, whether you homeschool or not, I think it's just important to think about what it is that you would love to empower your children with. What are some of the things that you wish you had learned in school and how can you bring that into your family conversation? And if you're feeling like, oh my gosh, Kate, I don't even have my own net worth sorted out. I need to start there. Then please start there. Become a student of these things because if you don't, Um, as we shared, you're going to be working on on someone else's vision, not your own. So it's so important to arm yourself, to empower yourself, whether it's listening to podcasts, books, going to events and seminars, just choosing to upskill and be empowered in that area of your life so that you can create more choices. Because ultimately, more abundance, more wealth, uh, a larger net worth creates more choices for you. And 
for you that might be to travel for, for someone else it might be to live off the grid for someone else it might be to give towards a cause that they're really passionate about or do something nice for their parents or everyone's got different goals and, and values and that's beautiful that what that's what makes every single one of us unique so it's about bringing that together but the more choices you can create and more options you have um, you get to live a full and beautiful life and that's what we want for you and are excited to continue to share with you on this podcast so hopefully you got some value from that have a beautiful day and be sure to go share some of this wisdom and conversation with your family as well chat to you soon guys